So, did you get the job? Yeah. What's wrong? I thought this was a success. Yeah, but I just looked at the duties and responsibilities. And girl, I think this job just might kill me. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we talk about be careful or success can kill you. I'll see you then. Over the years, success has been sort of like a moving target for me. And I've always wanted to make sure that I stayed up to date on true success. And I don't know why it took me so long, but it wasn't until I decided I really wasn't going to work for anybody else and that my purpose was part of me leaving a legacy um, and doing service and being useful to people that I started looking at success. Now, the first thing I did was is I uh, read up on all of the success books and the greats of our of our times everywhere from uh, Zig Ziglar and um, uh, Lisa Nichols and uh, and all of those all the way up to the new uh, ones that we look at today uh, Grant Cardone and all of these others and when I looked back at things I had to realize something. Um, I had a I had a conversation with a dear friend years and years ago. I, um, when a, a dear friend that I used to work with, and we worked in the same company. And I remember one time she asked me when I was applying for another job, Beverly, if you're out there, I love you, honey. But she asked me a question. She said, "Well, did you get the job?" And I got it. And the 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 Funniest thing was, is I was so busy trying to get the job that I didn't look at all the requirements of doing the job for it to be counted as being successful. And I, I, like I said, I'm still flabbergasted over the stupidity that resided within me. And thus you guys see why I sit at the feet of wisdom and ask wisdom to have mercy on me and help this simpleton. So anyway, it wasn't until they told me, oh, you got the job that I decided to just, you know, really kind of look at the responsibilities. And I was like, gulp, oh my gosh, it might just kill me. And so if I wanted, if, well, when I was thinking about what to title this uh, so that you guys could understand what we're going to be talking about today, because success is a, is a wide ocean and we only got a few minutes. So I thought about, well, what if I, what if I said this and here goes, so I'm going to try this, this alternate headline for you. Okay. Three things often missed or ignored about success. Yeah. So that's going to be my subtitle. So we're going to, you know, I'm going to keep the be careful or success can kill you. But I'm also going to go with three things often missed or ignored about success, because that's going to be the scope of what I can cover today. So anyway, I got the job and yeah, it I, well, it didn't almost kill me, but it challenged me in ways that I didn't necessarily want to be challenged. And but I made it work. I made it work, you know. Uh, on that particular job. So anyway, 
Uh, let me start off with this. And that is, if you go back and you guys know, I am the child of a person who loved etymology. And so I, of course, went back to look for myself etymology. And what I found was that uh, in our English understanding of success, uh, it was influenced by Latin and French. And if you take the three major languages uh, that were being recorded um, as early as the, the Dark Ages, Renaissance, and that kind of thing by people who were literate, you'll see that there was English, French, Latin, and German. And so, um, I, like I said before, I just tried to look back and remember because up until now, as I'm, I'm looking at the evolution of how we look at success and stuff, I was okay with, with the simple Latin to French to English, which meant that uh, to succeed was to come closely after or think of it as a succession. And a lot of times when people try to dig into success, they settle on that. Um, they settle on success being something that uh, they look at, I've even seen it romanticized by some guys, here's looking at you, Grant Cardone, uh, who <laughs> say success is about taking the throne. Yeah. And they focus on this, uh, uh, this historic history of these two brothers who were fighting over uh, their father's lands and they had all of these fights. And so it was a fight to see who would succeed because it was a zero sum, all or nothing kind of thing. You know, I don't know if it was a deal with firstborn or twins. They didn't say all of that. But that was something that uh, heavily influenced how a lot of people choose to look at success. They think of it as a zero sum game. It's all or nothing. You either win or you suck. <laughs> you either win or you lose. And it never resonated with me. It never rang true to me. And so I use I used to look at success um, as something that was good that we worked toward. I even bought into the, you know, success leaves clues and all of these other things uh, because as you know, words change over time and take on different meanings, different energies. And so, but sometimes it's always, it's, it's really good to go back to the foundation so that you can have that hindsight vision. And I found some really cool stuff well, I guess not so cool, depending on how you look at it, about success and, and things that go into success. So let's get into that. Thank you guys for letting me go down that little history thing with you. So getting into success. Uh, when people of old talked about this word, they talked about it depending on what side you were on. So if you were in the, the French, the English, uh, the Spanish, whatever, you we at that time during the Renaissance, they looked at success as a um, a state of being, uh, well, an experience, I should say, uh, and that success was totally um, happenstance and that it was responsible uh, the responsibility of the fates and whatever outcome you got, that was your success. Now, that doesn't sound like the success that we talk about today. Uh-uh, sure doesn't. And so what they believed was, is that success was an experience determined by the fates. It was inescapable and it had great ambiguity attached to it. 
And so think of success as this. When people from those those, uh, cultures talked about success, they talked about your actions and they talked about the consequences. And so for them, whether it was a, a good one or a bad one, it was all still success because whatever you did garnered the consequences that were up to the fates, okay? And and so when you look at it like that, you can see where that term succession came from to closely come after but they didn't say it had anything to do with fighting or snatching a throne from someone. Um, but it could be used in that regard because one's actions could lead to the consequence of them killing one's brother and taking everything that the father had left. You know, so you could, you could, you know, turn it into that. And I'm not saying anybody is right or wrong. I'm just saying that this is something that I, um, I want to bring out so that we don't ignore it anymore and we understand the energy supporting what we think now. And so now we had then had the German uh, understanding of success and the German understanding came from through a large part by two guys, uh, Par- Paracelsus and uh, Martin Luther, uh, where we get the, the, Protestant Reformation. Up until then, everybody was Catholic. That's why the word Catholic means universal. Everybody's religion, quote unquote, in in the in the Western world, you know, was uh, Catholic. All right, the Pope system and the mediary between you and God, blah blah blah. And Martin Luther was like, nope, there shouldn't be anybody between us, and that we can go directly, you know, to God, Jesus, whatever. And so, as part of what he was talking about, he was the one that really touted uh, that success is an outcome. And this is where we actually start getting our common understanding of success as something good that we work toward because he took out the capriciousness of the fates. He took out all that stuff. And what he said was, is that success doesn't have any judgment, judgment. It is simply uh, a, a, a sequence of events that leads to a specific consequence. Now, in his world, there was you were still able to get good or bad from the success, but it was up to your specific uh, events and uh, sequence of events that would lead to specific consequences. If you did this, then you should get that. He uh, he went so far as to say that uh, you were able to expedite something good by doing specific events and consequences or likewise something bad. But success had nothing to do with the, the um, ambiguity or the escape, inescapableness of um, evil, you know, and that's because these people were really couched in uh, religion. Science was still in its infancy. Philosophy uh, was there, but people were still trying to figure out what this world was about. And so they couched everything with regards to religion. And so he went on to say that it is specifically active, meaning that you act, then you get something. And thus that catapulted us into our understanding of success today. That if you do certain things in the right recipe, the right way, 
then you'll be able to get certain things. All right. Now, this is the part that really uh, kind of sold it for me because if 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 um if I'm looking at something uh, in the uh, antiquity, I don't only want to hear about the famous because they only constitute a little bit of life. I want to try to figure out or find out how the everyday Joe Q public uh, looked at things. The Publians, you know, the the just, the, I don't want to say NPC characters, but I mean, you know, the, the regular everyday people because their lives were totally different than those who had uh, fame, um, uh, notability or even notoriety or, and wealth. Okay. And so the way people, if I'm to believe the accounts, the way people looked at success, a lot of times they attach success to the biggest um, riches they could have. And that was their health. And so this is the part that uh, got me. I was like, oh my gosh, wow. If we ignore this, then it's going to be a problem. And so they attached uh, this new understanding of success with aging. Yes. And so they were concerned with successful aging and it became the goal of people to have the right actions so that they could have the right consequences to have successful aging. And successful aging had a dual understanding. First, successful aging meant getting to the point where you are aged. So that was a success. Live your life where you're not constantly doing things that would cause plagues and um, military blunders or whatever it was to shorten your life. So that was the first one. And then once you made it through that, your next thing was to do something good throughout to make sure that you could have the best aged life as possible. Because for a lot of people during that time, to age was to be guaranteed misery, pain, and suffering uh, because they didn't have good health practices. We all know in hindsight what happened with the Black Plague. It was because they didn't wash themselves and the rats were mixing with them and giving them this plague, you know? And so this was a time of discovery for them to understand that. All right. So why am I harping on this successful aging? That brings me to uh, this, this snippet of what I want you to know about success. Okay. Six, with, when we are talking about success, I want you to always remember too, that it's not only that you're looking for something good, but that you take into account that success is of course ongoing success is all about actions, but more so success is really about consequences. For every action, there is a reaction and there is a consequence that comes in that reaction. If you never eat right, then the consequence will be that you will not have sustained health. It just is what it is. And so because of Martin Luther taking out all of the, um, romanticized and fantasized uh, capriciousness of, of fates, um, he put the onus on us to own what type of success we had. Because for them, success was always a consequence. He went on to say, you know what? You can take that consequence and you can skew it to the good side. And so that's the thing I want you to understand, that whatever you're doing, it's a success. Yeah, you always get what you're putting out there. And so don't, don't let your ignorance up to this point kill you with the success. Start at this point 
to make sure that you are doing the right actions to get the right consequences so that your success is good. Okay. All right. So the next thing is, is that I, when I was looking at this and uh, just going through it to understand success, because there was another part of it that went a little further that got into when you are wanting to elevate yourself into a better situation. So this is past just successful aging. This is where we now move into our common current understanding of success. And I was like, oh my gosh, there are two things that have been staring me in the face the whole time that I didn't realize about success. And that was that we have personal duties and responsibilities. And now if you look at our evolution of success, of, of, of wanting this grand ta-da, this, we're working towards this, this line of demarcation where when we step over it, we are now classified as successful. That, that incurs an understanding of, I hate to say it, but a job. And that job, if you look at any job description worth its salt, it's going to tell you point blank what the job is. And, and within that point blankness, it's going to talk about duties and responsibilities. And with success, now in how it has evolved, I am finding that I was guilty of it. And maybe you are too that when you forget to look at the duties and responsibilities that fall under that action that we just talked about, that it makes it hard to really land on the successes we want because you're always real, you always really are getting success. You eat something crazy when you've been eating clean for two weeks, you spend the night in the bathroom because you ate something crazy and your system is not familiar with it anymore. That's success. Um, you, you eat something great when you haven't been eating great. And thus you get the best sleep that you've had in a while. You get more energy. That's success. And so because of that, I started looking at uh, or remembering that conversation I had with my friend Beverly all those years ago when I had been so busy doing actions to try to get the job not realizing that I had to pay attention to what the job entailed. I was so busy chasing after the title of success that I didn't realize what it was going to do to me to try to keep this success because that's the next thing. Success is not a landing point. Success is a ever occurring instance. And just because you get to that grand line of demarcation that says, oh, I'm successful, honey, you will be thrown or ejected right back out if you don't keep doing it, we got this saying, uh, you know, talking about relationships and stuff uh, down here in the South. It says, what you do to get your baby, you got to do to keep your baby. And that's the same thing with success. So let me get into these other two, because y'all, I'm telling you, this right here, this will help you. This will help you to not kill yourself trying to chase after success. All right. First, I want you to realize that everything you do has a success to it because success is part of the consequence for your actions. So let's talk about duties. I'm going to do a little more um, etymology on duties and responsibilities to help us all get on the same page and understand it. And so for the scope of what I'm talking about today, when I talk about duty, I am talking about the obligatory task, the services, the conduct, the functions that come out of your position. It's um, what you do. I am also talking about um, the daily actions that you take that are required for you to be able to success, successfully perform 
your your duty, your job or whatever. Okay. So when we talk about duties, that is where you own what you're supposed to do through the obligation of it, that you promise that you're going to do a daily action. All right. Doesn't that sound kind of like the actions of success? Yeah. Now, if you go a little further with duty, duty also talks about the moral or legal obligation, and it even uses the word responsibility. That's why uh, duty a lot of times is attached to military, to honor. Um, and it, it can even be a straight up tax that you have to pay. What is due? And that's because it came out of that word due. You know, what is due me? What is the payment? What is payable? Okay. And so your duty, let's get that straight. When I'm talking about it here, it's a task or daily action that you're required to perform based on your moral and legal obligations. All right. And it's what is due for whatever recompense you're going to get or whatever. So if you're trying to have some success, you have a daily duty. A daily one, y'all, a daily one. It's a job. You have a daily duty. You can't have a haphazard duty and expect success to show up. Okay, so let's let's hop on this responsibility because for me, when I uh, look at, quote unquote, the successes that I want to reach, I'm going to tell you, sometimes I have to remember, and this is like a recent, like in the last few years, a recent wisdom smack that I have gotten about these, this whole job part of uh, success. You know, I can tell immediately when my duties start waning, uh, my success starts waning as well. So, okay, that's the first part. Now, the responsibilities, and I always wondered, even when I worked in HR, that was long years ago with Beverly and stuff. Why did we have to strip out duties and responsibilities? Because they always seemed the same. And it wasn't until I went and understood that duties might be the things you do, but responsibilities are the ongoing ownership of those duties. And when we talk about responsible, um, we talk about being trustworthy to do those obligations. You can have someone who is assigned a job and has a duty, and but if they're not responsible, they may or may not do that duty. So responsibility is kind of like putting a little more oomph on it to make sure that the person is trustworthy when it comes to that. That is another reason why when you're looking at uh, success and you're wanting success, you might get down the actions and the duties, but if you don't put that little extra off on it, where the buck stops here, that no matter what, I'm responsible for making this happen, then you might fall back into that previous understanding that success is up to the fates. It is inescapable and it may come or it may not. And you can reason yourself right on out of taking victory and getting what it is you're going after. And I think it's really, it really does come down to uh, having a streamlined, focused understanding and agreement with yourself of what you're going to do. Because what I'm talking about right now is I'm talking about that personal obligation and ownership. That's what duty comes down to. Now, if I look at the word respond, that is the root of responsibility. And um, back in that same time that we were talking about, you know, Reformation, all this kind of stuff, 15, late 1500s, it meant that word respond meant that you were answerable to another for something. Uh, they call it obsolete. But this is, this is where this word came from. It meant that you were corresponding 
you were corresponding to something or some type of uh, call that was put on you. And so responsibilities comes out of that word to respond, to answer for, or to answer to. And so with responsibility comes great responsibility. All right. So let me talk real quick. So what happens if either you neglect or you are ignorant of to ignore or you're clueless? There are certain telltale signs if you've been slipping in uh doing your duties and responsibilities to fulfill or to even get to the success level you want to and then to keep it going. Neglect looks like this. This is, I call it a personal firing when you get fired from your own your own life. You get apathetic, listless, shiftless, aimless, depressed, or even anxious. But if you are doing it right, there are also rewards involved. Remember, what is do you? If you do your duty with responsibility, you can request payment from your life to give you success. And that reward looks like abundance, uh, specificity in what you wanted, meaning that you got what you were going after and it didn't cause any harm or sacrifice on other people's behalves. Uh, it is ever renewable. That's the thing about real success. Real success is renewable. And the reason why it's renewable and always happening is because it is attached to action and consequence. And so you take good actions, you get con- good consequences, good action, good consequence, good action, good consequence. And you can tell if you're not getting that, if it stops, you know, um, I was guilty of saying, you know, oh my gosh, you know, pessimism, I'm waiting for the, you know, the, the pendulum to swing the other way. And yeah, I am not saying that you every day is going to be a sunny day, but I'm not saying every day should be a rainy day either. And so when we are looking at success, be careful because it can kill you because whatever you do or don't do, you get the success of that. And those were some of the big wisdom smacks that I have been taking for granted. And I was actually going through, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because I was uh, reading uh, 10, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And I, I love the book. And I'm actually going to talk a little bit about it in some of my other podcasts. But I wanted to not debunk what he was saying. I just wanted to say, yes, and, you know, there's more to this whole success thing. It's not just about about a succession plan to take something from someone else or to be number one. And I totally get that with regards to the business of life and being successful and making a lot of money and all of that kind of stuff. But I will say this, if you are in a world where the only definition of success is a secession to take the throne, that means that you have immediately put yourself into a zero-sum game where only one person can win. And I'm saying this because of his uh, previous book, you know, about uh, if you're not first, you're last. And like I said before, there is a time and a place for everything. I believe in uh, what the good brother is preaching. I just want to make sure that people don't look at just one facet of success and but that we look at a lot of different ones because his stuff really does work. It does. I don't want to to I can't 
say that enough. I just want to say that when you're looking at uh, a holistic life, that yes, includes your income, includes your life. You know, what happens if, for instance, and I just want to say this while my time is dwindling down. What if you take that succession and you try to apply it to winning someone over as your as your intended, as your your partner, your mate, your spouse, and they reject you? What does that mean? Does that mean that you just keep on going till you become the king or queen of their life? Or does it mean that you continue to do good actions so that you have good consequences so that you grow and you learn more about yourself? And maybe, maybe they do pick you or just maybe true success is because you've used that interaction to learn, grow and do better your new consequences mean that you are you come in contact with the the better person to be in your life because of who you are continually to become and you get a better option i'm just saying that what and i don't want to say just saying but i am saying this is that be careful or success can kill you there are three things that we often miss or ignore about that and that is that when you're looking at success, make sure you understand that if you choose for it to be an outcome, then there are actions and consequences related to it. And every action has a consequence, whether good or bad. And so every day you're getting success. If you go to bed on time, when you wake up, you'll feel rested. If you take care of your body, when you call on it to do something, you will, it will reward you. And also understanding that this is a job, it is, and that this outcome is not static. It is always moving and that you have to commit to daily duties, daily things that you do. And with that, you have to take responsibility, which is the ownership of the obligation that it takes to have the success, success you want and to keep it moving because it's like, Like us, it's a living thing and it is always giving you back what you put into it. And if you're not putting the right stuff into it, you're still getting some stuff into it. So guess what? Yes, my time is up. I sure do want to thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to use our uh, Amazon link to support us at michellespiva.com forward slash AMC. And guess what? Yep, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, Please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.